0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Today, we'd like to talk to you about service and sacrifice. So, they seem like they are two different things, which they are, but they also affect each other and we want to lean into a little bit uh, or lean in a little bit on how the service aspect of your calling may take some sacrifice not only on your part but on your spouse's part.
1: And before we get fully into the episode we just want to encourage you to lean into community that is if you connect with us on social media you can search marriages tougher on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. And you can go to our website, MarriageIsTougher.com, especially if you're looking to be a guest or if you have any feedback or critique for us, there's a contact form on the website that you can leave for us. Um, so please do that if that's something you would like to do. I would like to welcome any first-time listeners and anyone that has been listening for a while. We thank you again for rocking with us. So let's get into the show. All right.
0: So this Service and Sacrifice. I struggle with this, and it's really why I need to talk about it. I have this calling of service on my life, and I think I lean very heavily into it, and when I'm in that space, I tend to not consider my family as much as I should. All right, so this is a pretty heavy admission of mine. Um, this is something that my wife knows. And oftentimes when I come back to her and say, Hey, I did this, she's like, yeah, I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Right. Um, but I'm trying to be more mindful of it. And so I want to talk about that today, but I also want to talk about how this sort of affects us in the workplace. Or our workplace affects our home life, right? So, I tend to volunteer for things um, as a portion of like my professional growth. Um, I tend to, you know, want to go on work trips and things of that nature. And what I realize in the moment and afterwards is that all of these things that I do take time away from my family. So on one side of the coin, I'm saying, yeah, I want to spend more time with my family. But on the other side of the coin, I'm like, yeah, I want to serve people. I want to, uh, you know, grow as a person and as an employee and business owner and all these other things, which takes time away from the family. So I've said a lot. What are your thoughts on the topic?
1: It's so complex, (laughs) really. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, man, um, how do we do this well? And there's there are right. bumps and there are bumps in the road to get to doing it well. Um, I think it goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago: is really implementing, you know, how can I serve my wife in like your daily, you know, how I can be the best husband in like your daily affirmations to yourself. So even if it's during mm-hmm. the morning or during the night. Or sometime during the day to really be like, okay, because it's not an either or, it's a both and. Like, I need to be the best husband and I also need to serve outside of the home. <laughs> right. So, the only yeah. way to really be who God has created you to be is to be that person everywhere. So, <laughs> so you have to figure out how can I do that at the, um, you know, and there's opportunity costs every time we make a choice. So yes, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be home for my family, but I won't be able to go on this work trip or volunteer for this thing, or I'm going to volunteer for this thing and won't be able to be as available for my family. Um, figuring out what I've landed on as I'm talking through this is figuring out how to do this by yourself is unfair and unwise. And I think a lot of times we just make decisions just because it works with our schedule or we look at our calendar that we have with our wife and, you know, all the events like, oh, yeah, that fits on that day. But not really. And I should say, and we don't say, let me think about this. Let me go talk to my wife about how she feels. Right. Because just because it fits on the schedule, if you have, you know, two Mondays in a row where it works out that might not work with what she has in line or what's needed. Maybe one Monday is good, but you know, she might like to see you on that <laughs> next Monday. Right. You know? So um, I think that's where I'm landing as I'm processing through this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. And uh, so I've been a lot better about that. Um, I do at least talk to her about what I would like to do. Blessed that I have the wife that I have, uh, because as long as we don't have or she doesn't have anything else planned, she's typically very accommodating um, with the things that I would like to do or you know, volunteer for, whatever the case may be. And you know, in this moment, as I'm reflecting on it, um I think you know, we can't always control when opportunities arise. But I think we could be more methodical and plan, uh, you know, kind of when we would like to make ourselves available for those for said things. Right. So if we kind of budget our time to be able to serve, um, that'd be one thing. Or if we, I guess, basically figure out how we can serve together in, you know, joint ventures or um similar interest, that could be a solution to it as well.
1: Yeah, that's that actually is a great point. Um obviously your work stuff, unless it's like a some type of thing open to the community, it might be more one on one. But I would say maybe you make that a focus, you know, for the next calendar year. Like anytime I'm volunteering outside of work, let's make it something that we both can do together. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it be, you know, a community drive of some sort, or, um, you know, I'm not really sure. But I know for my wife and I, we we volunteer a lot together, um, whether it be within our church context, or we do, you know, the marriage coaching stuff, and Or just working with like kids. So we might not. So, okay, I give a perfect example that you can do that it's singularly, but it's the same, right? So, last year when I had a little bit more time um, and my wife did, we volunteered to work the school lunch uh, during the school day. So we each, like, we were responsible. We were one of the volunteers on Friday. Um, So my wife would go one week and I would go the other week. So like our ultimately she signed up, but like we alternated days. So we, someone would be responsible for that. So it's a, it's a joint venture, but we're not together, but we're together and we're aligned on like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And you know, the kids got used to seeing one of the parents and blah, blah, blah. So I think you could, you could do something um, like that as well.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea, man. I, um, got to put a little bit of thought into that because i think our interests outside of the home aren't so aligned um or what it is is that our friend groups are pretty diverse as well um so the opportunities and scheduling typically with three kids fall along the lines of all right I have the opportunity to go do this. Can you manage the kids while I go do that? Right. So I I think even getting the kids involved and, you know, stewarding our responsibility to show them how to be people who give and serve others um, is kind of weighing heavy on me as well. So, I mean, it's just something I need to figure out, but it's certainly not something that can't be done
1: yeah I mean that, that this is one of the those tough ones, right, where it's like, yeah, I don't know how to flesh this out right now, but I'm open <laughs> to talk about right how to do it, and I mean service is important, and modeling that, like you said is important as well um and when you have young kids and I speak only from the experience of having an older and a younger, um they might not get it now either. But the example that you're setting, like, as long as you kind of, maybe, maybe it's not taking them to things, but maybe it's having the discussions about what you're doing, you and Katie having them in front of, like Cheyenne, she would definitely grasp what's going on. And she, so when she's older, she'll see because I mean, Isaiah has come back and said that multiple times, like, you know, I get it now, or I saw it, like, I didn't get it in Mm -hmm. the moment. But as he got, as he gets older, he understands the value of what you're doing and why you're doing it and, um, what that means to the community and your house. Right. It's a, it's putting forth a good name for the hooks family. Like this is what we do. We serve. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so see, now there are in um, <laughs> ahead. I was going to say
0: therein lies the problem because we have those types of conversations. And my oldest daughter, uh, for example, it's like, okay, so when are we going, <laughs> right? So like, you gotta kind of be careful with the, the conversations you have. Like, obviously it, it's a great idea to uh, mm-hmm. give them the example and have those conversations. But then she's like, all right, so then we're doing this, right? Like there's, you just told us this is something we should do. Let's go do it. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you kind of commit yourself just by having
1: yeah, yeah. a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess more selective combos, right? whether it's prefacing it, this is the idea, or you and Katie already have it solidified that we're going to do it. And you're just kind of walking through Mm -hmm. the steps. Um, But I think more so even for your, your work stuff, like understanding, you know, why you're going on the trip or what you're doing, or if you have a volunteer opportunity for, you know, your job is volunteering at like Habitat for Humanity. So you're you know, taking a day to go do that. Like just talking about those Mm -hmm. things and how you can look for those opportunities in everywhere in life, not just, you know, only at work or only through school or only through church, like it's everywhere. So we just have to open our mind up for that. Um, but back to the, that opportunity cost of being at home or, or at work, um, So, yeah, definitely communicating with your spouse is, I think, a good way, a good path forward. Um, And I think just not committing right away is another Mm -hmm. way to do that. Um, Just tell whoever is asking that you'll consider it and then just really think about it. Because that also gives you a chance to, again, come back to your spouse and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Even though, like you said, like she knows you. She knows you're going to want to do it. You're going to do it. It's, it's a part of your DNA, but I think opening yeah. that space for her to just be a part of it also helps. Yeah. And
0: a uh, very recent example I could give the audience is, you know, I had an opportunity to pick up some on-call shifts, um, which technically isn't part of my job, Um but they asked if I could make myself available in just a temporary uh, capacity. And, you know, they gave me the dates. I told them, you know, I would like to help, but I have to go have a conversation with my wife. Um, and also the days that were available would fall on the same days that I worked in my business. Um, so, you know, this is nothing that they aren't aware of. Um, I basically had that conversation with them and then came back to them the next day. But within the conversation with my wife, she was like, okay, I'm cool with you doing this, but not on the days that, um, we already have plans or on the days that it's our kid's birthday. Right. Uh, which two of the dates fell on, uh, birthdays. And I think one may have fallen on a day where we had plans previously. Um, you know, but more or less not that I forgot, but it's worth the conversation just in case there is something you forgot. So now you're saving face from having to go back to your employer and say, Hey, I know I committed to this, but now I can't do it. Right. Um, it's that, that check-in is good. Uh, shameless plug for that calendar we use now that we don't get paid for. I just want to share this useful tool is the skylight calendar. If you Google that, um, it is a shared digital calendar that you can set up somewhere in your house, um, connect it wirelessly to your Wi-Fi. Um, download apps to your wife's and your phone, and you can share things instantly with each other through the calendar, schedule things instantly through the calendar and uh, you know, really just keep your family on the same page. Um, also what I wanted to ask for any of the listeners, this is a chance for you to engage with the show. We would like, well, personally, I would like for you to drop a comment in either Facebook or Instagram and let me know if you have any ideas on how I can engage my entire family of five in, in service that we can all do together. Uh, Keeping in mind that I have very young children. So selfish, selfish, selfish ask, but uh, again, I thought it'd be a good space for you guys to kind of just contribute to the show and be a part of the community.
1: No, that's good. But back to your calendar. So there's an actual yep. digital count, cal- like a physical digital calendar, as well as something on your phone. Correct. So, oh, that's a game changer. It, the,
0: it is. So it is posted <clears throat> up in our kitchen. Um, The We have the screen set up to turn off at 10 o'clock at night, Um, but ultimately, it's just sitting there all day, and you can update it physically because it's a touchscreen, or you can update it remotely from your phone. Um, You can share different calendars that you might already be using in your phone with the calendar because it has its own email address, Um, so it'll pull in that data and post it. Um, You can create categories for every person in your family. So what we've done is created a category for each person. And then we've created a separate category for things that we plan to do together. So that one just says together, right? Um, And then everything is, you can color code everything as well. Um, And it just keeps everything nice and neat. Uh, We view it typically in the week format. So we see what's going up. Mm -hmm. or coming up this week. Um, But like I said, it just stays posted there and it just makes life very convenient. It is not cheap. I'll put that out there. I think the version that we got was right around 300 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Um, But as much as it took me to get over the hump of spending that money on a calendar, um, I very much feel like it was worth the money now.
1: I mean, anyone that has anything going on uh, can see the value. May might, might not have the the cash right on hand to do it, but yeah, mm-hmm. to be able to use the digital side, because yeah, I was just thinking. You know, my wife and I, we have a calendar. We each have our separate calendar. She has a you know ton of work calendars as well. Um, but in essence, we just see each other's calendars. So sometimes there'll be duplicates. Like if I accept something that's on her calendar, now you have two. But if you just put it mm-hmm. up and be like, hey you know, this dance recital is this. It's just on the calendar for that day. It's not on either one of our calendars. It's just on the calendar, um, right. which is really a really nice source of truth. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That.
0: Yeah. And honestly, the reason why we decided to go with this is because our shared calendar on our phones failed. For whatever reason, they weren't linking anymore, even though on our phones, it looked like it should be working, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, there was an invite, it was accepted, but every time someone would add something, the other person couldn't see it. And we're like, all right, so we need a different solution. Um, And like I said, with the app to this, you know, any changes that are made, literally post to the calendar within like 10 seconds, no matter where you are in the world.
1: Wow, that's pretty amazing. It really is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Oh wow, I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> <laughs> not right now, but right now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I encourage it. I mean, if we could get a sponsorship, I, I'm not against that. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: wow. Um. But yeah, um, I think it's still a a tough thing to flesh out um, knowing that we're called to serve and finding a way to do that and still involve the family. I think once you find that family piece, oh, this is what I'll say, the amount that you can serve outside of the house shifts based on how life is going or whatever stage in life you're in. So there may be a need or a want to, um, to serve all the time. But right mm-hmm. now in this season with the three young ones, it might not be what you, you might not be able to serve as you normally have. And it all will all come back around once they get older. um, <clears throat> You know, you may be able to do different things or be able to take them differently um, where you go. And they may be more self-sufficient, so it may not be as much of a burden on, you know, your wife or whoever's watching them as you're doing things out the house. And as you you and your wife talk about what works for both of you to serve, you may see different opportunities, so it it won't feel like you're having to choose between her and the service that you're doing. So I think it's just more having conversations and be open, like everything, communicate, be open to change, and be open to new things. And I think that's a, those are good paths forward to try to figure out the best way to keep serving, uh, but staying as available as you can for your family. Yeah, that's a good word, man.
0: Um, I don't think I have anything else to add on the topic Um, you know it's like I said something that's weighing on me because this calling for service is so prevalent in my life Mm -hmm. um, has always existed um, and (laughs) so much so that I probably in some areas overstepped my bounds um, if I'm being quite honest (laughs) right um, which is okay, I'm figuring it out, and it's, it's all with the good intentions, um, but with those good intentions, the point I'm really trying to make is you have to understand that there is some sacrifice that comes with it, and it might not always be you that feels the sacrifice, it mm. might be your wife, family, children, um, so it's just something that you need to be very mindful of as you commit your time in other areas, some other people and areas may
1: suffer i'm not saying anything else after that well thank you for uh listening to this episode hopefully it was beneficial to you as it was for us um, if you have any comments if you agree or disagree hit us up on instagram um, leave us a message at com on the contact forum tell us how right or how wrong we are either way we'd love to hear your feedback um so until next time uh see you later